Hello. Hello. Oh, oh, ew. Welcome. Someone's sick. Well, that's our dog barking. Okay. Because <laughs> we were in sync. But anyways, welcome to the Lovey's Podcast. Where you get advice from two girls who have never been in a relationship themselves. <laughs> exactly. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Deese Allison. Oh, let's dive in. Let's get into it. <laughs> Hello. And welcome back. We are here now. Another day, another dollar, another terrible episode. <laughs> That's not very <laughs> nice to kidding. say. I'm just yes. kidding. Okay, well, before we dive in, I just wanted to say something because it's something that I can't, I feel like I can't ignore and it's on my heart. And it's I heavy on to our sh- hearts. It's heavy on our hearts. Like, I think it is heavy on everyone else's hearts and I just want to share it and it's trying to be really quick so you can skip hopefully the next, like, minute or so. That's fine. But... We are not inherently a very political podcast, and we don't ever plan on really being a political podcast, but staying silent is staying complicit with the things that are happening in this world, and I'm not complicit in those things. Yeah. And I want to be a place where you can seek truth, whether that's in your relationships or not, and we believe that holding God as the first and foremost important thing in our lives is what guides us to be better and yes. more equipped for the decisions that we make. And also seeking truth is really important in those things. And with what we're being inundated with and what we're being brainwashed to believe and the Amber Alerts and just everything that's happening. The propaganda. And the, the advertisements I receive that are making me feel insecure, which I mean, I don't feel insecure, but what I can imagine make the populace feel insecure about, I think is disgusting. And I just wanted to drop... A few resources in our bio that you want to check. Yes. You want to check out and see people who I believe are actually sharing truth. CNN, MSNBC, ABC, anything else. They're not. They're based more on emotions. The places we're hearing the information from is based on actual facts. Exactly. And that's okay if you disagree. I just encourage you to look up why you disagree so you can... At least, I know, I always say that. I think it's so good to be educated on the side you also don't believe in because what if you find yourself in a conversation... And you have to know what the enemy's thinking. Don't view them as an enemy. But, like, you know what I mean? The it's other like side. Your argument won't be as strong if you don't know what they're arguing for and why they believe that. Exactly. Because I can sit here and say this because I have seen those places. I have seen the other side. I have learned about the other side. And I know why they think what they think. But this is why I think why I think. And it's not worth yelling at each other about. Exactly. Because... And if we disagree, we disagree. But at least we know what's going on. Exactly. Because this podcast is all done for the glory of God. Really. <laughs> Praise the, Jesus, even hallelujah. The, even though we fall short and we're sinful and we don't always say the right things or do the right things or maybe give you the best advice, we try to always do it from a lens of truth and of godliness. And these are the people that I believe also exemplify that in their realm, which is political realm. And that's yes. the Charlie Kirk show. That's Candace Owens. I think she's amazing. David J. David J. Harris Jr., who also has a podcast. His stuff will be below. And also just... Tucker Carlson, our pastor, God Speak. I encourage you, if you start anywhere, start at God Speak. Chapel is the YouTube. Watch the Fireside Chats. Watch the Fireside Chats. It's really good because they talk about what's going on in the world by a day-to-day basis, and they bring in outside opinions, inside opinions of the church. Because we do have a diverse pastoral group. We do have a diverse pastoral group. So, it's good to see. And that's not because he chose it. That's just because... That's like It's just how it works out. It's just how it works out. <laughs> and that's not to be more likable or more relatable. Like, that's just the melting pot of America. And that's how it is pretty much in a lot of places. Yeah. Unless it's just... I mean, unless it's just... So, it's good. Pot. I would check it out there and see where they pull their sources from, too. Exactly. So, we just wanted to say that. 
Okay. Well, now, we're here to complain <laughs> about advice. <laughs> Isn't that also, just so amazing? Also, pause. Our dog is with us. He sniffs. He's a... I don't know if you heard that. Whoa, right on cue, my little he's show pony. But he's a pug. So, if you, so you know, they, like, going. are very loud. But he seems to be okay. He just wants to be with us. He's and we tried to boy. push him out, but he's here. And we're done <laughs> denying him. But you know what? That is really interesting because we are talking about advice and how it sucks, even though we just gave you advice. See, look at that. We keep it real. But we also told you you could skip through it. Exactly. And that <laughs> cleanses our hands of liability. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you could skip through the whole thing. But thank you for the view. At least clicking <laughs> on it makes me look interesting to investors. Yeah. <laughs> exactly so george call me back (laughs) drop five stars in that bio link (laughs) drop five stars in my biography (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know make us happy anyways so this is what we're talking about because we kind of talk about relationships and our viewpoints of them but we haven't really dwelled in the single realm too much besides i think the settlers of Catan. settlers of Catan. Which is not settling, you know. Settlers move west. <laughs> That's coming. <laughs> Maybe. CBD. I don't know if we'll ever do a part two on that. I don't know. Unless you want us when to, please contact filmed, us. Yeah, if you want a part two, let us know. When we filmed it, we felt like we had a lot for a part two. But now that we're here, maybe we said everything we need to say. I don't know. It doesn't always feel that way. I feel that way. I feel like <laughs> an endless fount of knowledge. It's great. Well, keep it going. Well, um, okay. I think someone turned off your water valve. <laughs> I don't see anything leaking from those pipes. <laughs> okay, so basically, this is today's episode. So, things people say to single people to make them feel better. So, you know when you're single and you're going through it and everybody is, like, paired off and you don't agree with them. And yet, you know what? You're probably justified on a few of those. Maybe one, because not everybody can, like all be bad but then they tell you advice and you're like you know and it's generic advice like don't worry (laughs) they'll come in their own time this just isn't it yet you're being set up for something so much better don't you want to wait for something as good as i've found with jerry like i'm so happy and maybe ben yeah and just because (laughs) it didn't work out with them it's not the it's not you it's all them you are perfect it's not you you did the best you could just throw yourself in your career throw yourself in a hobby think more about what you say to people maybe like you know Go out, do your interests, and even though we have given this advice before, and it is cliche, and we have called ourselves out on it, it's not all dumb. But see, that parlays into the second part of today's episode, which is, should all advice you get really kind of be taken, everything should be taken with a grain of salt, first of all, because that's what's how we roll, but second of all, should is all advice bad or is maybe it just presented wrong because i think there's some advice where our egos get in the way and we just don't want to listen and we're like we're just chalking it up to they just don't get us and that's just how it's going to be but there is some advice that should be shelved that's not really worth guess. yeah I feel like most most face level advice is generic most yeah because why an easy one to fall back on when nothing when the cogs are off for the day Mm -hmm. uh, someone better is gonna come along there's so many fish in the sea 
Yeah. I mean, that one I hate. I hate that one. Because there are not that many fish in the sea. Has anyone seen How to Be Single? Yeah. Okay, and she takes a peanut. Just me as the audience. Everyone. (laughs) Everyone should watch that. If you're listening to this podcast, you would adore that film. It made me cry the first time I watched it. On a plane. On a plane. So it was a public crying film. It was actually. From this one? (laughs) Wow. Insane. (laughs) That's actually a good point. I was on a plane. (laughs) I was on a plane. I just hear... And I turn, and she's, like, crying. She's, like, nodding. She's, like, <laughs> <laughs> Because I think there's so much good in how to, you know, in being it single. Is, yeah. And not everyone knows how to be single. Because then we fall into this loop. And that's why you're sitting on the couch at midnight after a bottle of wine being sad to your friend who's in, like, this quote-unquote perfect relationship because you don't know how to be single i mean if you want to know how to be single watch that movie and listen to the podcast seriously what you're talking about not settling because that is you have to work yourself first but you know it's easy to get discouraged when you're working on yourself and you're focusing on yourself and you're thinking well i'm trying to do everything that i can do but it's just like i'm just so tired of hearing the same advice and it's like, I just don't feel like this is really helping me. And I feel like, you know, it was interesting because I was reading that Betches book, you know? Yeah. Which I talked about in previous episode. And there was one girl, and I talked to you about it, and I'm going to talk about it again. And she wrote a letter to them. And she was saying, oh, you know, like, I have a great career. I'm a size zero. I yeah. have so many friends. And the person who gave the advice back, which I didn't think was actually that terrible, was saying, yeah, well, it sounds like you're like everyone else. Like, she's like, I'm just like every one else, like, who has a boyfriend is what I think she's insinuating. Yeah. Which she didn't say verbatim. But, and they're like, well, what makes you different? Like, yeah, everyone has a career. Everyone can be a size zero. Everyone can have so many friends. But really, if those are the three things that you think are unique about you, then no wonder no one's interested in you. You're so generic. Yeah. And it's like that, I think, is really good advice for a single person. It is good advice. Because I think that's actually the crux of the problem. Because that's how you and I feel. Whoa, (laughs) but we're fine. Whoa, stop the break. No, not generic. Not generic, but like, you know... That's how, maybe I shouldn't speak for you, but that's how I feel. It's like, I feel like, you know, like, I I have so much going for me when someone just wants to supplement that. I know. I think I'm so funny. I think you have more interests that make you interesting. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Because also, you know, it, it's interesting because, okay, so the press secretary for Trump, I don't know what her name is, but she is an amazing woman. She is, like, yeah. truly a force to be reckoned with, and she mm. was talking how she can't find anybody to date her. And it's because strong women are scary. It's to because people. strong women are scary. But also I keep itching myself. I don't know if that's picking up. <laughs> I'm just putting that in. I'm sorry. <laughs> her arms. She was doing weeding. I was doing weeding and let's just say I suffered. It's <laughs> <laughs> so. one of your many interests. See? See that? Yeah, good. one of my yeah, weeding. That's not even the fun version. That's being single and doing a hobby. That's what we call a hobby is weeding. <laughs> <laughs> That's called being enslaved to your parents because they're too old but to climb a cliff. But she will work for hire. She is for hire. No. Weed for hire. <laughs> <laughs> but I did see a cute fireman. <laughs> That. Might pick up some arson to see him again. <laughs> Let you know next week. <laughs> but you know what? Is it good point to look at that? You were doing an interest, and you know, <laughs> yeah, <somebody. laughs> an interest for sure. I hit him with my fun personality. I have a little joke. He was smiling. He was so tan. But you were so far down the canyon. How did you see him? They were. It's so hard for me. I wasn't that far down the canyon. Oh, okay. They were right there. It's. <laughs> 
it's steep. It's steep, deep, but not like distance far. You know I what see mean? what you're saying. Yeah. I'm like, hi. <laughs> so they're looking like a mess. Uh-huh. My heat. Yeah. <laughs> My hot skin. Yes. In the ugly way. <laughs> <laughs> In the ugly Oh, way. God. <laughs> so terrible. But anyways, yeah. So she says that she has a hard time meeting someone because she is so strong. But it does make me take me back to that letter. And it makes me think, like, I wonder if when she meets somebody or goes out, is all she talks about her job? Because she thinks that's the most interesting thing about her. And in her defense, it is the most interesting thing about her that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> But when you're so consumed with your job, you don't really... See, that's another thing. So they say throw yourself in your job or throw yourself in your schoolwork or whatever. So then I throw myself in that in what the hopes to distract myself. But then by the time when someone comes along or someone comes on during that, I'm so thrusted into whatever I'm doing. That's all I can talk about. And does that... Is that really good advice at the end of the day? I don't know. But the worst part is when, like, you don't even ask. That's the like, worst part. Like, I'm sitting there. And, like, say you catch up with, I don't know, a friend, an old family member, as it so often goes. <laughs> and they bring it up, and they're like, any boyfriends? And you're like, uh, oh, no. And they're like, don't worry, the right one will come along. Because you least expect- I'm like, uh, no one asked you. One, That's you brought funny. it up. Two, the fact that I simply said no, emotionally unaffected, made you immediately resort to pitying me. Yes, <laughs> that is so true. I know, and now you have to give me some half-ass advice that somebody baked in a quiche 20 years ago <laughs> for someone else, <laughs> thinking it'll make me feel good about the fact that you brought up I was single just so you could pity me for a second. Yes. One, make me feel bad for being single. Two... <laughs> like like the so fact you that you're alone like, no. is pitiful but i think also it's like i feel like when they say that to you that's them saying like see i found someone and even if their relationship is going bad or they had a terrible marriage for like 30 plus years or whatever they can at least i think it's like one part hope like hope for the future that they can do better than them but also like i don't know it depends on who's saying it it really depends on who's saying it family members i don't think mean it in that way but i think like like oh when you just know someone who's gotten married maybe a friend from college you don't talk to her so often but you see her at a party and she brings it up like oh have you been seeing anybody and it's like no and they're like oh well like you'll find someone as if like they're lording over their relationship over you like because like see look at i'm so much better adjusted than you are because i found someone i could trap that's great oh really (laughs) can you even count to 10 in roman numerals (laughs) (laughs) that's what happens you throw yourself into your education That. Diversify it, your portfolio. Diversify the portfolio. I X X I. Incorrect. <laughs> but it's true. It's hard to find someone who has like strong personalities because we have a lot of time. We've had a lot of time to work on our personalities for sure. For sure. For, for sure. sure. This is a, a bond investment ready for its return. You know this what is. I mean? I mean, it's all of it is here now. Yeah, we're here now, so we're ready. But we're strong because. People out there don't take the time to look at themselves. You know what I mean? Precisely. So they haven't built up who they think they are by, like, alone. Okay, but I have a question for you. Are basic people just hopeless in the personality department? Because, <laughs> you know, like, because, see, here's the thing. When you're ugly, you tend to be funnier later in life. 
I don't know if we're funny, but you are funny. But you were. Oh my god! <laughs> you can't see my face, and she just she just called me ugly. <laughs> but you're not. I'm ugly. the pretty twin. <laughs> you're not ugly, but what I'm saying is, see, here's the thing. Okay, let me give you a for instance, a for, for me, instance. a for instance. So I believed I was really ugly in high school. <laughs> like I was ugly in high school. She it's wasn't. O- it's okay. I. It's okay. I was. She a was very- a growing girl. She was pubescent. <laughs> Yeah, until 18. <laughs> 17. Yeah, until my nose dropped. <laughs> Precisely. Okay, so here's the thing. I was ugly, but did I work on my personality? Not exactly. <laughs> Honestly, listen, if you really tried hard in high school, I am sorry for you. I don't know what you're doing now. Maybe you're trying harder in life. Maybe, actually, you know what? I rescind that. I'm not sorry for you. Because maybe if you tried hard in high school, maybe you're trying harder and you're successful more than I am now in my current life. Well, try hard in what way? Like, try hard as in, like, oh, got into all the good parties, woke up early every day, was seen with the right people, popular. That's what I think, okay, like, more popular. not necessarily, like, oh, every popular person's a try hard, but they have to put effort into it. Oh, you it. have to put effort. Let me tell you, I put zero effort into it. I lost so many friendships in high school. Like, oh, amen. Retweet. Not, not because I am a, a brute, but because I would speak truth, which also parlays kind of to the beginning of the episode. Like, if I held people accountable, and then they would get mad, and then they would hold me accountable to not really anything, but I kind of let them have it, because I'm, like, in high school, and I'm like, I don't know everything. Maybe, like, that is a problem. Maybe I should think about it. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Like, honestly, whatever. I felt personally like I was biding my time. So I didn't really try hard in any situation. (laughs) But, like, people who then grow up to be prettier, you think of yourself then because you're so, like, ugly. And then we talked about this in another episode where we felt like, you know, your worth of how attractive you are is in male attention. And it's not like I got, like, a ton of a male attention. But I also didn't try on my personality. But I think that's actually really good advice to, like, because you... Not saying that you were ugly, but you were in a really small school. There's just not a lot of. Oh, I was options. in a really small school. I was definitely. Oh my gosh! Like there were how many moved. people in your class? This Thank is an interesting you. case study. Tw- was it? It was twenty two. And I had like. And that was nine... the biggest in history at yeah, that time. I literally graduated four years ago. And my class, I went to a public high school. I think I had nine hundred or a thousand. That was the biggest in history. Which is. Yeah, crazy. Very different. Very so there's many males that had to reject I had <laughs> It was literally perfectly split down the middle. 11 boys, 11 girls. But where was my date for prom? No, I'm just kidding. I ended up inviting someone who didn't go to that school. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out. Love you. Love you, Doozy. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> but... Anyways, so, but however, you listen to comedy tracks. (laughs) You guys, I don't know if you think I'm funny. I'm pretty elite. (laughs) She's really funny. I wouldn't fall asleep to the sound of comedy tracks. Which, you know what happens when you fall asleep listening to something? Your mind takes it in. Takes it in. It takes it in. I would fall asleep (laughs) listening to the Bo Burnham Pandora station. Like, her comedy. The comedy tracks. (laughs) So now she's hilarious. So she unwittingly was developing her personality. Yeah, without even realizing it. But just, you know, following my interests. But also you hung out with a funny person, Amelia. Oh, Amelia was funny. That was senior year. She, <laughs> we would laugh a lot. Yeah. For sure. Like, I mean, she was definitely like your funniest friend. Like she could match pitch. Yeah, she could match pitch with me. Funny. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. I literally have a video. This sets the mood. This is so funny. And we were like. 
back before anything became a challenge ever on the internet. So old, I know. <laughs> but it was like, we had cups of water and we would laugh all the time with each other because we were funny. And she was like, oh my gosh, what if we record ourselves and we like had the water in our mouth and we tried not to, you know, laugh. Try not to laugh. <laughs> with the water in your mouth. Oh my god! And we're like, okay. And so she literally, we were in her garage. She put her phone on an ironing board. She propped it up. We had plastic martini glasses. <laughs> but the thing is, the surrounding didn't even affect us. Like our cousin, if we had plastic martini glasses and we drank water from it and we're just recording ourselves. <laughs> like not reacting to anything. We're just recording to see if we laugh. <laughs> and in the background, <laughs> Maddie B raps is playing because every time I went to her house, I would play it. I don't know why, because it was funny. I'd be like, "Oh, Amelia, the new Maddie B raps track." Yes, <laughs> and it's just such a stupid video, but like that's who I want. That's hilarious. Like, like that's that so is one of the funny. funniest videos I think that exists. <laughs> Like, situationally, it's like, how did you get to there? Like, it's so weird. And I think, like, now, though, with the development of what was Vine and now is TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Vine was my everything. There's some funny kids on there. Oh, on not, TikTok? Not, well, not as many as I feel like on Vine. And I'm not saying, like, Lily Ponds. Like, that's bullshit. She's oh, yeah, not obviously. funny. Not her. But I'm saying, like, genuine, like, what's the one guy that's, like, really funny? Oh, my gosh. The uncle, one with Uncle the, Arctic. Yeah, Uncle Arctic. Like, he's, he's so, so funny. funny. See, and it's, like, those people that I think are going to do really well in relationships. Because, yeah, okay, TikTok's a hobby or, like, whatever. But they are, like, just funny people. And I guess, like, you can't learn to be funny. Like, I'm not that funny myself. I am. If you were to meet me, you would think I'm funny, listener, because I'm pretty generic. Wait, so let me get this straight. You put the live <laughs> in the <laughs> You're not funny. I'm not funny. Okay. But I am Put pretty. that in the <laughs> records. <laughs> but I think, like, that's, like, so obviously the advice isn't work on your personality. But if you do need to say that to someone, like, say it. Because that doesn't necessarily mean being funny, but maybe they're mean to men. Maybe you're single because you're mean to men and no one will tell you that. But also, you know what? It's really interesting because we are very loud, as you could probably tell. We're very loud people. I hate it when people tell us to shh. It happens very often. I hate, I hate when it. people tell us to shh. Gosh, it's like the most rude thing. <laughs> Be fucking polite or fucking lame. <laughs> so rude. It's so rude. But the only boy fling I had... <laughs> whipping out my resume on this one <laughs> the only boy thing i had going on was actually first of all hilarious i know i say that every time it needs to be noted every time hilarious hilarious but he was so chill he was chill skater dude kind of you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's the only kind of person that you can get so that's the thing because i'm fine with my person being chill i would hope at the end of the day they would make the decisions i'm not good i'm not a good decision maker i can proudly say that mm-hmm. <laughs> but like it's so hard to find someone who's willing to put up with it because if you want a strong man, a strong man wants a quiet woman. Yes, it's very true. And That's that, how it is. That Yes. And it's like, because you know why? They're already challenging everyone else in the world. They don't want to have the energy to do it when they yeah, come home Yeah, like, too. that's why the press secretary, she's going to have a really that's hard why time. She's not, because, because if you want a man that's stronger than you, it is going to be hard. It's going to be hard for you to comply. But also, a man who is that high-powered, like, where she is, to meet a man, match pitcher in equality of the work they do, he doesn't want to come home and hear about your day. He wants to talk about how great he is and have you worship him. It's just, like, how it is. 
It's just how it is. Like, yeah. they want to go home and have, like, a, nine, a mind-numbing experience. It, a mind-numbing experience because they make the most money and they want to come and home and they don't And they think all day and they don't want to hear you and help you process shit. They just, just don't want to do it. I mean, are there men out there who defy that? Yeah, of yeah, course there sure. are because there's a possibility for everything, but the the more common is not that. See, and then if a guy is, like, really... You know, because I feel like guys who do reach, not all guys, actually, I don't know, maybe not really that many guys, but some guys out there who are successful want to be with a woman who's also successful, not as successful, but at least smart enough to, like, listen to him and understand what he's saying. Yeah, and, like, take care of herself. But they need to concede on, like, also understanding that they're going to have to listen to her, too. Yeah. Because what she goes through is also intense, if not more intense, because she has more emotions. Oh, honestly. yeah. Yeah, because, like... What hits a woman and a man is completely different. Yeah. It hits them so differently, which I think is so interesting. It'd be interesting to see, like, the brain react in the situation like that. Yeah. Like, you know, when they put, like, the injection. Yeah. The little suction cups. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, because... But I guess, when do we listen to that advice? That was a question posed, like, 12 minutes ago. When, uh, when do we, yeah, when do we listen to... I think you listen to the advice when it applies to you. <laughs> I think you make the decision. <laughs> At the end of the day, everyone makes the decision. But I think the generic the generic advice of, oh, like, you just haven't met him yet. Or dive into your studies or your like, work. Or yeah. all that I wasn't stuff. even looking for him when I found my relationship. Yeah. Like, it comes that, when you least expect it. All that... All that very generic advice, while there's some truth to it because it has stood the test of time for all this time, it's not, it's just discouraging to hear. Or what's more discouraging is when you hear that and you're like, okay, fine. Or when you meet someone and you've been single for a long time and your friends are just like, like, come on, like, just give them a chance, you know? So Mm. then you give them a chance, but you're not really into it. And now you've found yourself in a situation. See, that was advice you should have shelved. That, you know better than that. Even though, but you do it not to please them, but you do it because maybe, maybe it'll be over if I just go and am proven wrong. But you know when you're not going to be proven wrong. You know in your I know I had a dream last night, guys. Oh, (laughs) Why? I think it's funny. (laughs) But... I don't know. I know nobody likes listening to dreams. I'll try to make this short. So pretty much I was at like this Target, right? (laughs) And it was like me and this guy who had a crush on me and everyone was like, give him a chance, give him a chance. But like I wasn't vibing, but also I was watching it like it was a movie unfolding in front of me. And they were hanging out at the Target offered an MSA. (laughs) They were hanging out at the Target and doing their thing and the guy was following her. And she just turns to him. And I'm like watching this unfold. She turns to him and she's like, you know what? And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, she's going to say, I just don't know you that well. Like, let's try to give it a chance. Like, I'll give you a chance. Let's go on a date or something. And she she turns out and she goes, you know what? I don't love you. And honestly, I don't think I can force myself to think I do. (laughs) And I'm like, literally watching, I went, that is not where I thought it was going to (laughs) go. Even in my dreams. Me watching, coaching, single life. I'm like, she's just going to be like, let's just go on a date. Yeah. And she's like. I don't think I can convince myself to love you. <laughs> Ouch. And he left the target. <laughs> yes. And you know what? And that 
means stand up for what you believe. And you know at the end of the day what you know, not what people think you should. Because there's advice that you're going to get that's generic and means nothing that you have to nod your head and say like, okay, but you know, I wish you kind of gave me something more. But don't be mad at them. Just hate the advice. No. But don't be (laughs) mad at them. And it's like if you really want to find someone that will give you an honest answer, then build those relationships that will allow you to have that that let you grow yeah because if I were to go to my friend and ask for them to give me an honest answer more often like with the friends that I have I don't have very many but they're important and I invest in them yeah I know they're gonna give me an honest answer like they're gonna say you're doing this you're doing that whatever yeah and it's like and that's fine that's good because they can give me the advice that they believe is most helpful to me and then I can decide how helpful that is yeah you know what I'm saying And it's like, it's not, it's important to keep in mind. And I think basically at the end of the day, if you really want good advice in anything, it's not just relationships. You really do need to cultivate good friendships. Yeah, you do for sure. Or good familial relationships as well. Because there's some things that you can't always share with friends. And there's always, there's some things you can't always share with family. But at least, you know, no matter where you go, you're going to have somebody that you can lean on and they can lean on you. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. That's what makes it work. You reap what you sow. So you have to give in order to get. And that's very important. And that's really just fundamentalism. Yeah. That's like the rules of feminism. <laughs> that's from Mean Girls. But no, oh, but it? that's just like a funda- that's like a fundamental thing to learn in any relationship. And that just transcends from your friendships into like hopefully a really good, great relationship that you love. Yeah. And then by weeding out what's important and what's not important, you can better invest into the future and also stand up for when you just don't like a person yeah honestly i was forced to go out with someone i did not like and i was i was crying literally bawling my eyes violently crying violently crying and i went and i was there for four hours because i am a lovely person that makes everyone so at ease and wonderful and i came home and i was violently crying again because i did not want to go but i did it to please other people and of course everyone's like oh well you were gone for so long so obviously you had to enjoy it no that's just because i feel bad and i don't want to be rude and they're a human being and me not liking them is not a reflection on how bad of a person they are it's just like i just don't like them in that way yeah and it but that's a lot of navigating but that's at the beginning when i was given advice to go and try it even though i knew it was bad for me and now i don't do that anymore yeah because you have to stand up i was more visceral about it i didn't try i didn't hide and cry in a corner which probably I would have done, but see, that's growth. Now I cry that's violently growth. in front of people. <laughs> but he didn't know I cried at all, so. That's shocking. You can really tell on a person's face. I know. I I'm I mean, really I cried before it. I went to the hairdresser, and like everyone was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. I've just been hiding it for longer, <laughs> so now I don't hide anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, also, like, why make someone feel uncomfortable for my indecisions? I guess that's true. Anyways. He was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he was not... He was just not. He type. wasn't what I wanted, what I thought now. He wouldn't even open up the door. And that's from one of Avril Levine's poems. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, don't feel discouraged if you're single. There is someone out there for you. And if there's not, which I think. And you know people- what? There's plenty fish in the sea. <laughs> It'll come in its own time when you least expect it, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just throw yourself into, you know, into work, everything that you want to. Yeah. <laughs> To everything to distract yourself from somebody or the fact that you're single. And oh, 
it's okay. <laughs> My pity will guide you. Exactly. But don't feel bad. You know what? And I'm going to say this last bit here too, because you know what? In the church as well, it's really easy to feel bad, oh, it's which so we didn't easy. really talk much about. Oh, but I think that's the most treacherous place to be single because oh, I was single. I went on a trip, a church trip, and I was single and I was alone on this trip. I had no boyfriend, no nothing. And no of the young guys who are all married, they didn't really want to talk to me because they, what, the Jezebel. Because adultery. <laughs> so I'm a young single You're female. You're adulterer. <laughs> but like, see, that is to an extreme. And I know if you are a Christian and you are in that and you, you are listening, do not marry someone just because everyone else is married. Do not do it. Like, you should wait. Like, God wait. has put you in that position to wait and he will give you something amazing. Amazing. And if it, and if a relationship is not in the cards for you, he will give you something just as good as that because yeah. we are community based. So never. That's why I just don't worry about it. I like really don't worry. I about honestly, I am biding my time. I think I'm going to marry someone famous. I mean, this is the podcast. But, uh, note that. <laughs> Put that in your records. See me 10 years from now. See this where I'm This podcast at. is a vehicle to that. So if you could please. Like and stars. subscribe. <laughs> five stars in the bio. Swag. <laughs> Help her marry someone. Help famous. me marry a C-list celebrity. <laughs> I have a list. I have, <laughs> Just you have kidding. a list. But yeah, but don't feel discouraged. That is, I think, the darkest place you can be is in the church or something like that. Because I think that the Bible verses they focus on are obviously all about marrying somebody. Like, it's just so But like, look at Ruth. Also, look at Esther. She didn't want to marry the king, but she was threatened to. And, like, look at what God used her for. Like, so much goodness. I mean, that's totally, I mean, that's not a love story. But Ruth, I think, is more like a love story. Yeah. I read it once. I didn't understand it. I've read commentaries on it. I still don't really understand it. But read Ruth. Maybe you'll understand. I don't know. There's women in the Bible. <laughs> There's women in the Bible. Not all of them are just breeding and stuff. Yeah. Most of them are because that's kind of like everyone's dying. But that's different. See, this is different. We're not dying at such an alarming rate. We don't have tribes, okay, that we have to populate. Yeah, seriously. We're populated now. But anyways, yeah, like, don't feel discouraged and don't feel like you're the odd one out. I went literally on a whole trip by myself. I was by myself and I had nobody and everybody asked me, so where's your boyfriend? Where's your boyfriend? Are you going to be married? Are you engaged? Zero. Zero. But I met a really great guy on the trip. Who never talked to me. Who never talked to me again, but he gave me a friendship cup. He was really sweet. He was single. He was really nice. And see, look at that. I would never have that beautiful little memory if I was with someone that I didn't like because I felt bad. See, don't let me, don't, that's the advice you need to shelf. Yeah. Is when it makes you feel bad and like you need to do something. Yeah. For someone else. That's advice in anything, in anything in your life. That's the advice you need to shelf because you should never feel coerced into something. Any big decisions. Nothing. Nothing. No big decisions. Stand firm in those. And what you believe. And what you believe. Yeah. Exactly. They will all come around. Yeah. And if they don't, screw them. Exactly. You don't need them anyway. And your time will come. And also, don't be pining for it. That's terrible. That's the grossest thing you can do. That's actually why you're single. If you're not talking (laughs) about your job, it's because you're pining for it. You're desperate. Hell, stop. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) We have to hold someone accountable. Don't be desperate, but it's okay to want it, but just don't make it's okay that to want your it, whole but, life's yeah, purpose. And if you are, be honest about it, at least. Yeah. Because people will have because more respect then, if you're honest. Exactly. Like, be honest. Because the people who are giving you advice also have to listen to you bitch about it in order for you to get the advice. So if you're just sitting there being like, I just want a boyfriend. I just want a boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. Like, the guy, he gave me his number, and is he going to call me? It's like, if you get backlash, just recognize 
you could yeah. have administered that to you know yeah. you could be the reason for your yeah. downfall okay anyways i hope you enjoyed the many episode. laughs many laughs i hope you enjoyed i hope you got something and from i hope it. you're enjoying the hot british weather <laughs> <laughs> it's very hot in britain this A show week. i've heard so i've heard so i've heard all right <laughs> well have a good week i love you love you lovey dovey see you next time